0: And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. This is Pavlina, producer and host of Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. This week, part two of our 2018 summer reading list. This list is a compilation of books that have been reviewed on Ukrainian Jewish heritage here on Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Books can entertain, inform, edify, but they always enrich minds, those of the reader and also of the author, some of whom are inspired by the writing of a book to write more on a topic that intrigues them. That includes a few of the authors in this list. So here are seven more books recommended by Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio and the sponsor of this series, The Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, for your summer reading pleasure and edification. East-West Street tells the story of two jurists from Lviv who were instrumental in shaping the precedent-setting Nuremberg trial. Most people the world over still really have no idea of the origins of the term genocide, which, like the Holocaust, is in danger of becoming an empty cliché instead of a powerful metaphor for the capacity of man's inhumanity to man. East-West Street is a gripping account of the origins in effect, the invention of the terms genocide and also of crimes against humanity. These two concepts became the centerpiece for the prosecution of Nazi war criminals. The author of East West Street, Philip Sands, brings together the stories of his grandfather and these two jurists from Lviv, Raphael Lemkin and Hirsch Lauterpacht. All three men had the misfortune of having their entire families sent to their deaths by the Nazi governor of German-occupied Poland, Hans Frank. In an astonishing twist, Sands met and got to know the son of Hans Frank while working on this book. Sands also met the son of another Nazi, Otto von Wachter, who was in charge of Lviv during the Second World War. What the reader will find in this fascinating book is that, in the face of horror, it is possible to find the courage and strength to achieve extraordinary goals. City of Lions is a story about Lviv, the western Ukrainian city often referred to as the Vienna of the East. The book consists of an essay by Polish author Josef witlan He waxes eloquent about an early 20th century Lviv still glittering with an imperial Austrian splendor. But it was a city that ceased to exist by 1945. A matching essay, My Lviv, by Philip Sands, echoes the Whitland text, but it brings Lviv into modern times. Sands also calls out the failure of those in today's Lviv to fully acknowledge all its history but nonetheless he admits the ineffable spirit of the city ultimately seduces him. Martin Pollack has written three books that reveal some startling facts about Galicia and its fascinating history. In The Dead Men in the Bunker, a man is found murdered in 1947 in the mountains between Austria and Italy. He was not just any man. He was a highly-ranked SS officer who commanded death squads in Eastern Europe and was head of the Gestapo in the Austrian city of Linz. And he was the author's father. Martin Pollack developed an interest in Galicia after he was barred from Poland by communist authorities from 1980 to 1989. His first book cemented a lifelong passion for the subject, To Galicia, of Hasidim, Hutzels, Poles, and Ruthenians, an imaginary journey through the vanished world of eastern Galicia and Bukovina. Until 1918, Galicia was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. It was actually an enlightened empire. It provided emancipation for the Jews and institutionalized nation-building for both Poles and Ukrainians. But Galicia was the poorhouse of the empire. Grinding poverty sent massive waves of Jewish, Polish, and Ukrainian migrants to distant shores in a desperate search for a better life. Pollock relates this story in his book Emperor of America, The Great Escape from Galicia. Poverty provokes pity, but also contempt. Pollock reveals that Hitler first met Galician Jews in Vienna before the First World War and expressed his hatred in Mein Kampf. While Pollock laments the fact that Galicia still remains too little known among Westerners, his readers will not be among them. Babinyar, in the Ukrainian capital of Kiev, is one of the most notorious sites of Nazi atrocities during World War II. It became symbolic of the Holocaust to the world beyond Ukraine, although to Ukrainians it symbolizes many tragedies that took place during the Nazi occupation. Over 100,000 victims of Nazi tyranny lie at the bottom of this ravine, including 34,000 Jews who were slaughtered over the course of just two days. The book Baben Yar: History and Memory, is a bilingual collection in Ukrainian and English of scholarly essays dedicated to the commemoration of the 75th anniversary of this atrocity. This book is the result of the collaborative effort of scholars working with the editors Vladislav Hudenevich and Paul Robert Magotchi. The scholars are from various disciplines in Canada, France, Israel, the Netherlands, Ukraine, and the United States. At the center of the book, of course, is the history of a Nazi crime. But this book also covers the politics of memory and forgetting through the Soviet era and up to the present day. The essays provoke questions for further discussion, especially since the various authors may raise the same questions but do not always arrive at the same answers. As the editors remind us, to know and remember the Yar tragedy means not allowing such a crime to be repeated. And in the Ukrainian experience, Yar is also a symbolic farewell to empire and its mythological legacy. Black Square Adventures in Post-Soviet Ukraine reveals a world not often seen by foreigners. Author Sophie Pinkham plunges into the chaotic harm reduction world of sex workers, junkies, and other lost souls in contemporary Ukraine. Her adventures in what she calls post-Soviet punk delirium include an encounter with the last Jew in Stalindorf, who recounts how, once upon a time, the Jews, Ukrainians, and Russians there had gotten along, more or less, until Stalin starved them. She also encounters a klezmer musician, a Yiddish teacher, Babinyar, and the Maidan. These books were reviewed on Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio as part of the Ukrainian Jewish Heritage Series sponsored by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter. We hope to add to them in the near future. Meanwhile, if you would like to read any of them this summer, check your nearest public library. You can find a transcript of this list on the Nasholus blog, along with photos of the book covers and links to where you can purchase them if you'd like to support the authors and this program. The audio files and transcripts of the full book reviews are available at our website, www.nosholos.com, as well as at ukrainianjewishencounter.org. So, until next time, shalom, and happy summer reading.